Archaeology Thursday live. We're back again, cross street from the post office, 10.30 Sunday mornings, join us. Um, we've been to Haiti, it's awesome, pray for the people there, they're praying for us, and um, God's doing a lot of great things there. Today, as we're getting back to ethics, um, I want to talk about uh, lies. And let me restart a timer here because I've committed myself to about 12 minutes. So we're going to talk about lies. John 18, the Gospel of John, chapter 18, verses 37 in the first part, 38. Pilate says to Jesus, so you are a king. And Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I've come into the world to bear witness to the truth. And so Pilate answers him. Well, and he says, first, everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. And Pilate says to him, what is truth? Now, what is truth? It's one of those times in the Bible where you'd like to, to hear how he said it. You know, it's like, what was the inflection? So you kind of have to figure out, you know, what does he mean? And basically what it was, was um, it's, it's sort of like today. It's interesting how we've gone from a society that had said, what, you know, that can be true for you, but it's not true for me. It's your truth, but not my truth. So you have these... Um, you know, it's kind of a postmodern idea of truth being relative, whatever you believe is true. That's out the door. Um, the new Puritans of the left, the anti-God, um, godless, secular Marxist Puritans have decided that they know what truth is. And if you don't stand for, speak up for, and say the right things, then um, you stand on the wrong side. And they will tell you there is one truth, and they decide what that is, and that can change over time, and that's the problem. Um, truth has to be dictated from outside. There has to be transcendent truth. We've been created by a God who has created not only the rules of nature, but the rules of the universe as far as spirituality, um, ethics, morality go. There is a spiritual law of the universe, and when we believe the lie in the garden, and man was deceived, we brought sin into the world, a cursed world, and that's why we have everything we see today that is bad and wicked and bent and twisted because we have caused the world to fall. But Jesus Christ has come into the world to redeem sinners, and he says, I am the truth. Anyone who is of the truth will listen to me, and Pilate can't even say what truth is. So, we're going to look at that. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 12 through 15. I put little bookmarks in here so I can do this quickly. Isaiah 59 verses 12 through 15. Isaiah is preaching to the southern kingdom and uh, I'm telling them judgment's are coming. Uh, and I believe uh, the church in the world, different parts of the world, especially our country, is being judged because we have um, no longer obeying truth. We aren't living by the things that we believe to be true. So listen to what God has to say to us and then and let's repent and move forward. And um, God gives us the ability to do that. Isaiah 59, verses 12 through 15. Um, For our transgressions are multiplied before you, you being God. Our transgressions are multiplied before you. Our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and we know our impurities. So he's called sin a lot of different things there. And um, we know our iniquities. Transgressing, that means to cross over something you're not supposed to cross over. Um, and denying the Lord and turning back from following our guide. How are we doing that? Speaking oppression and revolt. Conceiving and uttering uttering from the heart lying words. So we are conceiving and 
uttering words from our hearts, lying words. Justice is turned back and righteousness stands afar off. Why? Because truth has stumbled in the public squares and uprightness cannot enter. Truth is lacking, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. So that's pretty bad when you start to depart from evil people. That's when people come at you. And that's kind of where we are, so we have to learn to speak truth. Now, that's what we're having problems with today. Fake news, false news, you don't know what to believe, don't know who to believe. And a lot of it, I believe, <laughs> is because of social media. Where do we get our news from? Well, and you, you get it from sources that you aren't completely sure you believe. So who do we believe? Those that we that say what we kind of want to hear. We go to social media to have our ears, ears tickled, even if we don't know it. It is designed to tickle your ears. If you do not like certain types of news, it will not be presented to you. If you like certain kinds of news, they're going to throw it at you because they're trying to give you what you want. And so that's part of the problem. When we go to social media for our truth, for our news, you're going to have your ears tickled without even being aware of it. That's why we need to be in around actual people. Then I know we're not supposed to be around people because it will kill each other. That's always been the case. So, I mean, you have to be able to speak truth in the public squares. Um, so that's what I want to talk about some. Um, John chapter 8 um, verse, um, let's see, do I have this one? Yeah, okay, John chapter 8, 43 through 47. So, Gospel of John, chapter 8, beginning in verse, verse 43. Why do you not understand what I say? This is Jesus speaking. Why do you not understand what I say? He's talking to the, some of the Jewish people, and they weren't accepting him as being from Abraham and that he was the Messiah. Um, but why don't you understand what I say? It's because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. Now we're talking about Satan. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Okay, so when we lie, we are behaving as Satan. We are acting like he's our father. When, um, he was a liar from the beginning. He deceived Eve. He's the reason for the fall. We, uh, mankind now, we deceive ourselves. And we're going to look at that in just a second, the lies we tell ourselves. Um, but Jesus says, because I tell the truth, you don't believe me. Now, that's very interesting. So that's something the Christian has going against him or her now. When we tell the truth to people, if we're, talk, we're um, preaching the gospel, declaring the truths of the gospel, people aren't going to believe it because they don't want to hear the truth. So a lot of what we do is there is debate. There is um, answering, you know, um, giving a reason for the hope that's within you. But as far as um, it's a declarative truth, though, things that we must declare to be true because they are, they are true. Um, but people aren't going to listen. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. So we have to um, be aware of that. But faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of Christ. So we pray for people to be converted. And then the hearing, it's like Jesus calls forth Lazarus, calls forth Lazarus from the dead. Dead men can't hear, but the word of God proclaimed 
draws him to life, and then he says, Lazarus, come forth, and then he begins to respond because he now has life. And then Ezekiel, he's prophesying over the dry bones, and that's how we see what the gospel does. Um, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, 25 says, Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth to his neighbor, for we are members of one another. So this is speaking the truth. Uh, one of Jordan Peterson's 12 rules for life is, and he gets it from it, um, Alexander Soltz and Nietzsche, um, which is um, always tell the truth, at least don't lie. Okay? Always tell the truth, at least don't lie. In other words, you don't have to always say that, you know, everything that comes to your mind, you don't have to say. Like, that's an ugly dress. You don't know. You don't have to say it. But you don't lie. You get into the habit of telling the truth. Um, and lying is a habit. I mean, it's something we had to be careful of. Second Corinthians 12.20 talks about several things are sins. In this list, he has hostility, slander. And gossip. So we have to be very careful about gossip because gossip is one, you can you may be saying true things, but it's none of your business or it's none of the other person's business. And we're just saying it to feel like we have something to say, self-importance. I don't know, but we know, all know, we all gossip and we ought not do it. And when we hear it, we probably need to tell people gently, kind of figure out a way out so you don't have to listen to it. And you certainly don't get caught up in it because it can get to be a habit. Slandering and gossiping. Then we have Romans 1. Chapter Romans 1, verse 29. We read this. Um, talking about God has given people up to a debased mind. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips. I mean, you've got murderers and maliciousness in there, and then you hit gossips in there. It's like, man, God, we need to learn to speak the truth, only the truth, and not go beyond the truth. And sometimes you keep your mouth shut at all. Um, at least don't lie. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithful, faithless, heartless, ruthless, though they know God. It's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die. They not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. So let's not give approval to those who practice such things as well. Um, let's see, where are we going next? Almost there for today. We're going to talk about this a little more um, in the coming weeks. James 1, 19 through 20. Oh, I wrote this one down. Um, know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So I don't think Facebook and Twitter are the best places to go and put little snippets of truth on there trying to provoke people or um, trying to get your point across. There's nothing wrong with doing it, but you have to be careful because there are people who just stick snipes at you. The world is there and just trolls, they call them. And um, and they'll say things, you know, they make you mad and um hurt your feelings it might make you get to the point that you don't want to tell the truth anymore because you're used to what happens on social media social media is not the real world you have to learn to speak up in places where you know like well, we'll look at it in a second first peter <laughs> uh, chapter 3 verses 8 through 12 first peter chapter 3 verses 8 through 12 finally all of you have unity of mind sympathy brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Okay, so this is the type of people we're supposed to be. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. 
For to this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. Whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. That's, that's pretty interesting. You don't live a long time, you don't see good days, don't say bad stuff and don't lie. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. And his ears are open to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So God is really in favor of us speaking the truth. All right, I'm getting close to the end here. Um, Proverbs 26, 4 and 5, very interesting. Um, answer a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. So if you, if you answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be... So there's some fool out there, and he's being idiot and you try to respond to him and straighten him out and you end up just you're getting nowhere but the next verse says answer a fool according to his folly lest he be wise in his own eyes so you have to answer a fool according to his folly or he might think he's just as smart as he can be but you kind of have to say wait a second you need to listen to the truth so there's it's saying like don't do it and it is saying do it so wisdom and that's wisdom literature, is knowing the difference. When to speak and when to be quiet. And that's godly wisdom. So there's a book. I recommend everybody read it. Um, it's Rod Dreyer. It's going to be backwards on this thing. But it's a Rod Dreyer. He wrote The Benedict Option, which is a pretty good book. This is called Live Not By Lies. It's um, based on some writings of um, Alexander Solzhenitsyn and some other people as well. But um, that's a, 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 an essay that he wrote before he left the Soviet Union. Um, but I want to read this real quick, page 13 here. Um, he talks about we're living in a therapeutic culture. We live in a culture where everybody kind of has to, every, some, things have to make me feel good, um, which has everywhere triumphed. The great sin is to stand in the way of the freedom of others to find happiness as they wish. This goes hand in hand with the sexual revolution, which, along with Ethnic and gender identity politics replaced the failed economic class struggle as the utopian focus of the post-1960s radical left. Okay, He says, relatively few Christians are prepared to suffer for the faith because the therapeutic society that has formed them denies the purpose of suffering in the first place. The idea of bearing pain for the sake of truth seems ridiculous. Okay, So that's what we're going to talk about next time is what does it mean take up your cross and follow me? If you are followers of Christ you will suffer. Um, but we've learned that sometimes you just, maybe you don't speak the truth. Maybe you learn to keep quiet. Maybe you learn to say things the way they want you to say it or the words they want you to say to kind of keep them off your back. It won't work long and it won't last long and in the meantime you've learned to live a lie. So what we have to do is learn how to speak the truth in love. You don't always have to say anything. Learn when to say something, but must don't say things you don't believe. Don't um, don't stick around when people are saying things are wrong. I mean, you have to figure out how do you stand for truth, and that's what we're going to look at and to be talking about in the coming weeks. What is truth? How do we know the truth from a lie? Um, how are we supposed to proclaim it? What's our role in this? When do we keep our mouth shut? When do we speak up? How are we supposed to live when we live in a culture that's increasingly, increasingly being a soft um, totalitarian state where you know we're being controlled more and more and have to be careful about the things you say. So speak truth while we still can and, um, and do it boldly, but make sure it is the truth. That's the trick. Amen.